0: Welcome to the Love Your Story Podcast. You are tuned in for episode 100 and today we are talking about the third story archetype. At least the third one I've tackled on the podcast. This archetype is the mentor. Joseph Campbell in his book, The Hero of a Thousand Faces, claimed that the most popular stories over millennia and across cultures share a specific formula, the hero's journey. You've heard of that before. The hero's journey has a specific plot structure, but it also has a repeated cast of characters known as character archetypes. That's what we're referring to here. Archetypes tell us the role a character plays in the story. For instance, the hero is one of the archetypes. The threshold guardian that we talked about in Episode 72, that's another type. And the herald that we talked about in episode 93 is yet another example. The archetype we're talking about today, as I mentioned, is the mentor. And you'll want to tune in today because nobody does this thing called life on their own. We need each other. It's why the mentor is such an important archetype in the story formula and us in the stories of our lives. Today, we're going to start a discussion about those special people who show up at the crossroads for us, about the wise who give us sage advice, about the moments those mentors gift us with the perfect magic elixir we need in the moment, and about how we also play that most important role in the lives of the people in our story and other people's stories. We are often the mentor as well. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. In 2016, my parents and I got in a fight. The final shakeout was an ultimatum. Follow the rules or find someplace else to live. I moved out. I moved to Southern California with my aunt and uncle and therein started a type of mentor relationship with my Aunt Katie. When I moved to California, I was frustrated at not being trusted and not being listened to at home. I was coming from a really good home with really strict rules. And the big fight in question happened because I tried to do my laundry on Sunday, and that was a no-no. I, as the hero in my little story, was on a journey of growing up. And I knew what I wanted, where I wanted to be, how I wanted to do things, and I certainly didn't need shackles and restrictions or other people's ideas of how to do it. Heck, I was 16 years old and I had figured it out. No, really, I had. (laughs) so, when I moved to Orange County, California, and my aunt listened to me, and she treated me like an adult, and she wore cool clothes and did cool things, I felt excited with new possibilities. She was wise, and we talked. We talked about real life, and she listened. That was new. She gave good advice, but she didn't push me. She gave me the gifts of shelter, food, ideas, and respect, that this little hero needed at this stage of her story. I went back home after spending a summer at the beach and working at the local theater, and I was further along my hero's journey because a woman who would prove to be my mentor in many ways and for many, many years showed up at that crossroads. Who are the mentors in your life? Can you think of them right off the bat? If not, here are a couple leading ideas to get those cogs turning. The mentor character is the person who teaches, protects, and gives the hero gifts along their path. Mentors often seem endowed with a divine wisdom. That's their role. They say the right thing at the right time. Think Merlin guiding King Arthur. Or in my interview with the Cares a couple weeks back, They talked about Jody Moore, their life coach podcaster that they listen to all the time, telling them not to hold back. And those words were key in their decision to sell their home and travel the country. Who have been your teachers or trainers, your wisdom people who have given you advice that you've followed, or sometimes you don't follow, but they still give it to you. Another primary function of a mentor is as a donor or provider, one who temporarily provides the hero with some type of gift, a magic weapon, a clue, medicine, food, advice, a key. In The Hunger Games, for example, Haymitch, he played the mentor role, bringing Katniss the silver pods that would parachute down with the gifts she needed at the time. As is common with this aspect of story, the hero usually must do something to earn the gift. So they have to pass some kind of a test, be kind along their path. Sometimes it's, you know, they're kind to an animal and then the magic animal comes back later and gives them something they need. It's this idea of of living well, of being kind, of, of karma, really, of doing good things. And then when you need something, it shows up. In the case of the Hunger Games, Katniss had to convince the masses that she was in love with PETA before Hamish would give her the medicines or healing balms that she needed in the games. Can you recall the people along your life journey who suggest just the right book or the right podcast? Maybe they bring you something you need very much, but you didn't even know you needed it. Or maybe you knew very much you needed it, but it showed up at just the right time. Last week, as an example, my neighbor came over to see what the big mess on my lawn was about. I told him the story that I've mentioned to you guys in a couple of previous podcasts. It's stretched on for a few weeks now. I told him the story about the contractor that I'd hired to seal my foundation and how he cut my main sprinkler lines and how he took the money and refused to finish the work thus leaving my lawn dying because I don't have any water to the front of my house or the back, so neither of them can be watered. And my neighbor looked at me and he said, that's what I do, you know. I've worked with sprinkler systems for 25 years. Let me take a look at it. Well now, the interesting thing is, is that I didn't know this neighbor extremely well. Um, I had worked in Just as a neighbor taking care of his mother, whom he bought the house from um, when she passed away. And for many years I had visited her and been friends with her, but I didn't know him extremely well. This was the first time really that um, he and I had interacted. We'd had a conversation before, but this was just really coming from him showing up, being a mentor at this critical crossroads. So what happened was he then proceeded to pull parts and pieces from his truck. And an hour and a half later, my main sprinkler line was in working order and I could try to revive my ailing lawn. He wouldn't take any payment. He spent his own time. He found the things that I needed and he just went to work and did it. It was amazing. Now that's a mentor. He came, he provided a gift I dearly needed, and he relieved an anxiety that had me totally held up on this part of my path for weeks. The whole problem didn't get solved, but the fact that he was there to solve one of the big ones um, was huge, was huge. My gratitude to him then and now is just so significant, so grateful for him for good hearts, for people that show up when you need them. Mentors show up at just the right time, like Cinderella's fairy godmother. She showed up just in time to get her to the ball. A few weeks back um, in my interview with Mark Shirtliff, he talked about a time that things got really bad for him, that moment when he was thinking about ending it all, jumping into a subway train, that just at that moment a dear friend called, And really ended up saving his life. Thank God for the people listening to the promptings and the intuitions to make a call, to show up, to reach out. Those are the mentors in our stories. One of the reasons I think this topic merits a discussion is because those mentors who show up and give us insight, who gift us with just what we need in the moment, who help us overcome fear and anxiety in our places of struggle. These are the magic folks. These are our fairy godfathers and fairy godmothers. These are the people who deserve a thank you note, a hug, a dinner, an acknowledgement at the very least. If you're behind in sharing your gratitude with the mentors in your life, let me launch your challenge for the week. Make a list of all the mentors you can remember who've inspired, gifted, guided, and showed up for you. And let them know the difference they have made for you. Let them know how much they mean and meant. You can never give too much appreciation, and no one deserves it more than those people who light our path so that we can move forward. Those people with the magic words. Another role of the mentor is to motivate the hero along their path. Who motivates you? Who helps you overcome your fear of moving forward into whatever life adventure awaits? Has anyone had to kick you in the butt, throw you in the pool of life, push you a little to get you out of your fear space or out of your stubborn space or your self-doubt space? That's a mentor. Have you seen the movie Forever Strong? The Rugby Coach Guiding the Delinquent High Schooler. Another great movie. If you haven't seen it, I totally recommend it. It's basically about a champion high school rugby team that succeeds because their coach is about guiding them by the highest principles, not only in the game, but also in their lives. And this clean living, this commitment to team, the honesty in school and dealings with others creates a space of exceptional power Highland Rugby's 35-year varsity record that ran from 76 to 2012 is 419 wins and 10 losses, including 19 USA Rugby national championships in the 26 years that USA Rugby sponsored a national championship. That's what this movie was about. And that's what this mentor did. This was possible because of a man who mentored day after day, year after year, guiding heroes into their highest selves. Another role of the mentor is to teach specific skills. In Greek mythology, the gods were often tutoring their favorites in wrestling, horsemanship, archery, weapons handling, etc. Think about who has taught you. What about a mentor as a protector? Think Dumbledore, guiding Harry Potter. He was often Harry's protector, removed as he was. You know, Harry had a lot of autonomy, but Dumbledore was in the background, watching and showing up with just the right thing at just the right time. Who in your life watches over you, actively or from a distance? We all have a series of mentors in our stories. We learn from our siblings, from our parents, from our friends, our teachers, our lovers, our role models, people we work with, neighbors, therapists, it could be anyone. In fact, sometimes the mentor role is filled by someone who is young. It's not always the old and wise. Sometimes it's the young who in their innocence have great wisdom or by someone who has made the big mistakes so others can learn what not to do. Mentors come in, in lots of shapes and sizes and they play a number of roles as we've been discussing. We also fill the role as mentors in other people's lives. We serve as parents, as teacher, We love and we listen to the spirit or intuition, whatever you want to call it, that guides you to be in the right places at the right time for someone else. Do you want to be the one at the crossroads handing out the magic elixir just when it's needed most? Do you want to share wisdom, teach, guide? Do you want to protect, donate, walk with someone down their yellow brick road? Guess what? You already do that. But there's no harm in paying closer attention to your intuition, to the spirit that prompts you to do something unexpected. There's great good in looking for ways to lift and protect each other and being actively aware of how to do that. I think most of the time that we have no idea who we will touch or how we will make an impact. It just comes down to caring and listening, using your gifts and talents, and then things just come together. There is something about the magic of our life stories, and maybe the orchestration of angels a little bit, that somehow the right things, the right ideas, the right books, the right people, and the right magic elixir finds its way to us. And sometimes we are the tool that does that when we're listening, when we're responding, when we're loving. Thanks for being here for this conversation about the mentors. And thanks for being the mentors you are out in your world. Don't forget the challenge to show appreciation to your mentors this week send a note, send an email, make a phone call. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Let them know that they have been there at significant times for you. I think that not only is it a big deal for us to realize that, but it's a big deal for other people to know that their best efforts and their self, the person that they are, and the way that they care, makes a difference. Sometimes just knowing that is giving somebody a gift, helping them to know that they make a difference. LoveYourStoryPodcast.com has all the podcast episodes as well as story tools to help you create your best life story. The online course, The 5 Steps to Reframing Your Past Stories that Hold You Back is available there on the website as well as the 21 Day Life Connection Challenge. Remember, life stands for living intentionally and fearless every day that 21 day challenge is um, you sign up for it every day for 21 days you get a new challenge tool to work into your living into the way that you live that creates more connection and possibility and amazing experience in your life story for three weeks you can find those all on the website sign up for them there thank you for being here We will see you next week for the next episode of the Love Your Story podcast.